Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, we will chat about vitamin and mineral supplements with pharmacist Karen Campbell from The Capital Chemist. Here's the final part. We are chatting about vitamin and mineral supplements. Excited to have Karen Campbell back on the show. She's a friend of the show now. Karen Campbell is a senior pharmacist from Capital Chemist Group down in Canberra at the Southland Shopping Centre. Thanks for chatting with me today, Karen. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Does it matter whether you take a vitamin or a mineral mineral supplement with food or not or an empty stomach? Yeah, absolutely. So this is one of the really big things and I guess it gets back to, you know, sometimes why people may need to be taking the the minerals Mm. in the first place if they've got some deficiencies and that, you know, doctors will often come in and people will say, I've got a B12 deficiency or I've got a magnesium deficiency or calcium or something like that. Some medications that people are prescribed, some proton pump inhibitors, some diabetes medications, for example, reduce um, how well we absorb some of the minerals. So mm. a proton pump inhibitor reduces the acid that's in our stomachs. You know, we may be taking that because we're, we're getting heartburn or reflux or indigestion or something like that. Yeah. But the acid is in our stomach for a reason. So the, the stomach acid, intrinsic factors, things like that are in our stomach for a reason to help to digest food, to help to kill off bacteria, you know, that kind of thing. But Sometimes it sort of irritates people and, and, as I said, gives them the heartburn or the indigestion or something like that. Some of the minerals that are in our food, so even though we may be eating a really healthy diet, as you said, it's good to try and get it from food first. If we're on some medications, some prescription medications, mm. we're not absorbing the minerals that we need to. And the major ones that sort of come to mind for me are your B12, your magnesium, your iron, your calcium. So, you know, I often talk to people looking at their medications and I just say, okay, maybe get your doctor to run some blood tests and just check how your levels are mm. because they may not be getting as well absorbed as they should be. So some of the things that should be taken with food because it can sort of irritate the stomach or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, certainly some of the things should be taken without food because you need that acid to help to to absorb the minerals a lot better. B12 is probably one of the main things that we see. It's not absorbed very well, whether it's with food or without food in the Mm. stomach. So they actually make a lot of um, either a sublingual tablet or a spray. So like I was saying before, um, you know, absorbing straight into the bloodstream. B12 is a really popular one um, to use as a spray. Um, I have mine every morning. And and because we don't want to wash it down into the stomach, I actually keep it on my shelf next to my makeup. So as I'm doing my makeup, I just spray my B12 in. It's a nice peppermint flavour, so nice flavour early in the morning and just <laughs> spray it in and then keep doing my hair and my makeup and then I'm not, you know, having a drink of water or a sip of coffee and washing it down to, to not absorb. So the, the absorption in through the blood vessels in the mouth is, is really helpful and it's a, a great way of getting the minerals in there. Oh, that's so yeah, interesting. So, I didn't know that you yeah. could absorb vitamins in through your Absolutely. mouth. 
I yes, did not know that. and there's a lot of things. If, if you had have known when you were pregnant that there's something the doctor can prescribe for you that is a wafer that absorbs into the blood vessels in the mouth to stop the nausea, then yeah, that's a really good option. So that they realise <laughs> that you know certainly with with nausea medications, it's got to stay down long enough to work. To and work, you can yeah. now get that. They call wafers that do. So. Um, and and vitamin D as well, being a fat soluble vitamin, it, it it helps if you have vitamin D with fatty food as well. Yeah. So that can help to absorb and having it with a fatty meal is really good. Yeah, of um, things like probiotics are good with food. So yeah, it kind of depends what it is, but. Um, yeah, so some things are better with food, some things are better without food. Mm, I I know definitely. I always tell my clients that they can absorb the the vitamin A and E and. K from their veggies, yeah. the fat-soluble vitamins, if they have some extra virgin olive oil or some fats with their yeah. veggies. So Absolutely, it's the nice. same kind of principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. right. Yeah, a little bit of extra. So, yeah, same principle for sure. I like that. Are there, are there you know, m- lots of medical, inter- like medication rather interactions that, that people should be aware of? Like is it a case of, you know, say we've got people taking some prescription medications, is it – Yep. you know, unwise for them to sort of just walk into a pharmacy, grab a supplement that, you know, they read it and then just walk out? Or is it always best to yeah. sort of chat to you guys first just to check that that supplement's yeah. not going to interfere with their medications? Absolutely. I would always be having a chat with your pharmacist or um, if you've got an integrative um, practitioner that you can talk to because there are absolutely some interactions with some medications. Mm. Um, there's some antibiotics, there's some thyroid medications and I kind of explain it a little bit like a jigsaw puzzle where one medication, the, the chemical shape of it, fits really nicely into the chemical shape of, of the vitamin, your calcium or your, your iron or your magnesium or whatever it is, and neither of them get absorbed. So you might be taking your thyroid medication. Mm. You might think, oh, I'll just get some magnesium from Woolies and I'll just take them both together. Neither of them are going to absorb into your stomach and then you wonder why your thyroid is, you know, medication or your thyroid levels aren't quite right. You need yeah. to separate them out by at least two hours to give time for each of them to absorb. So always a really, really good idea to have a chat to your pharmacist about any of them. Um, you know, there are some herbal um, kind of things as well that will interact with prescription medications. Yeah, right. Even things like grapefruit can interact. Grapefruit is one of the, obviously it's not a vitamin, but it's one of the, the, the foods that a lot of people have. Grapefruit mm. or grapefruit juice actually competes with some of the chemicals in your, your stomach that metabolize some of the drugs that you take or some of the medications that you take. So grapefruit, um, if, you, you know, if you're on medication and you're, you're a bit partial to grapefruit, I always have a chat to your pharmacist about it because that can really affect how well the medication is metabolized in your body. So mm. definitely, yeah, certainly your vitamins and your minerals, but yeah, anything else as well. Anytime you're, you're on a medication, I always make sure you make time to chat to your pharmacist about it. Yeah, do you know what? I always thought the, the grapefruit thing was a made-up thing because I remember randomly hearing yeah. it when I was young, like super young in my nutrition undergrad and someone yeah. being like, oh, grapefruit yeah. interacts with medications. And it just felt like at yeah. the time like so random, like this random fruit yeah, 
Do you know what I mean? So it's yep. super true. Absolutely. <laughs> nope. It's well, um, a pharmacist, qualified pharmacist. <laughs> grapefruit. Absolutely can. And I love grapefruit. So, yeah, I love know, grapefruit it's, too. You know, yeah. but And it, it's, it's not all medications, that's for sure. But okay. just, when, when medications are um, metabolized in our body, there's some of the enzymes that are made in our liver. And there's lots of different enzymes that metabolize medications in different ways. Yeah. Um, grapefruit is metabolized by some of the same enzymes as the yeah. um, medications are. So if it's metabolizing the grapefruit instead of the medication, you can get a buildup of the medication in your body. So, yeah, always a really good idea. So, no, grapefruit is not a there myth. So <laughs> it's said, a real I, thing. Yeah, I really like grapefruit, so I'm not here to put grapefruit down at all. But <laughs> good idea to have a chat to your pharmacist about, yeah, about your medication if you do. So there you go. Interesting side note there. Yeah. Very interesting. So I'd like yeah. to chat. We've chatted a bit about vitamin D. I'd like to chat yep. about iron deficiency. This is somewhat something that I um, struggle with on and off from a very heavy menstrual cycle. So I just find that yep. no matter how great my diet is, I just yep. I can't keep my iron levels at an appropriate yeah. level with my diet alone. So I take an iron supplement um, every day and I'm actually pretty spoiled. My husband brings it to me every morning when he brings me my coffee. So Make sure I do it. And I have a little reminder in my phone. Yeah, 100% spoiled. Or a little reminder in my phone too. So it's like this secondary thing to make sure I take it and remember. Yeah. But I know that I've chatted to lots of clients over the years who feel, you know, who get a lot of gut side effects of iron. Now, I'm pretty lucky and I can tolerate it pretty well. Um, And constipation is a huge side effect. Yeah. And I, and I, I do often talk to clients about persevering because sometimes the gut just needs a little bit of time to get used to the change. But is that is yeah. that the advice that you would suggest yeah. is to just give it time to work or if it's if it's crappy yeah. <laughs> pardon my pun. I think it, <laughs> if it's crappy straight yeah. away, is it all <laughs> yeah. is it always gonna I mean, be crappy or would it get better? Um Iron deficiency is absolutely one of the biggest things that we see. And, you know, unfortunately, with girls menstruating younger and younger, and and we do see a lot of um, dysmenorrhea where people, you know, they, they are sort of bleeding heavily, so they're mm. losing a lot of blood, so they're getting iron deficient. We also see it in, uh, you know, a lot of vegetarians and vegans now, which is, you know, quite a popular movement. So not because yeah. your best source of iron in your food is, is your heme sources, so your meat sources, yeah. even though you get it from obviously with your veggies and things like that. So we are seeing it a lot. It gets back to the formulation that I was talking about earlier in the show. So we need to make sure with an iron supplement, the best absorbed type of iron is when it is joined with an amino acid. So we we sort of recommend to look for um, something that's amino acid chelate or, you know, like I was talking about the magnesium. So Mm. not sure, you know, how up on chemistry a lot of the the listeners are, but magnesium, iron, calcium, it's the same story. They're all what we call divalent cations are on the periodic table. They're all in the same column. You're bringing me back to chemistry, Karen. You're bringing (laughs) me back. Exactly. (laughs) Told you I was a science nerd. I love it. But um, they're all like that, that too plus. And yeah, basically it depends on the formulation. So we need to have an amino acid chelate with it. So we don't particularly, we find that the sulfate, so like a ferrous sulfate, isn't absorbed as well. Mm-hmm. So when it's not absorbed as well, um, that's when you get your nausea with it. 
that's when you get your constipation with it because it's not absorbing so well. Mm. So, you know, it is better absorbed on an empty stomach because it's one of those that needs the acid that I was talking about earlier in the show to absorb. Okay. But yep. of course, you know, when you're having things on an empty stomach, that is, you know, more likely to give you that nausea. So when we combine it with an amino acid, we've got little amino acid channels in our gut that um, it sort of the iron will piggyback through those amino acid channels and they dissociate not in the stomach. So it doesn't mm. give you that nausea. So 100% I would say you need to look for a good formulation with it. Mm. Um, and, and you know, some of the good formulations absorb so well that they even say have it with food. It doesn't matter. It'll, it'll still absorb really well and the food will help to sort of reduce that nausea even more. You know, we get a lot of women that are, are um, pregnant that are deficient in iron. So mm. when you're already feeling sort of a little bit more sick, the last thing you want to do is have the, the iron in there um, making you more nauseous. So oh, I would absolutely say look for a, a good quality. So talk to your pharmacist or your doctor or integrative you know, practitioner once again about getting a good quality. But I would say something that's, a, you know, a diglycinate or an amino acid chelate or something like that. Just look for those kind of words on the back of the bottle. But, you know, chat to your pharmacist about it as well because absolutely you don't have to have those side effects of the nausea and the constipation and, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, even myself, I've been super deficient in iron before and had to take two a day and, you know, changing onto a really good brand that's really well formulated absolutely can, can help um, to reduce the, the nausea and the constipation that's for sure there you go i'm 100 percent checking my my supplement <laughs> after this for a, yeah definitely a, key, a chelate is that what and then uh yes so amino amino acid amino so acid amino yep. acid chelate so and an example of that would be a diglycinate, diglycinate. or something like that even a citrate but yeah diglycinate same story with your magnesium i'm a big magnesium fan and yep so same story with your magnesium and you know, calcium, as people are on calcium supplements. That are um, recommended by the doctor, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the formulation is really important. And then, okay, Absolutely. I think that's good to know. Um, my last question is about a vitamin D supplement. Now, yep. I remember seeing really briefly with the supplements, you've got D2 and D3, and I know that vitamin D within the body undergoes a number of sort of um, metabolic processes as it sort of is becoming activated. Yeah, yeah. Does it matter which type you take in a supplement or does yeah, it depend? So the, supplements, the supplements that you find um, on the shelf are D3. Um, and as you said, I mean, there's different ways that, that vitamin D is activated. As we've talked about, you get it from the sun. So we get it through our skin. So it sort of is partly activated through there, then yeah. activated in the kidney. So we find that people with darker skin and with more melanin in their skin can be more vitamin D deficient. Mm. People with um, kidney issues, so people with declining renal function as well, they can take an activated vitamin D. So the one you find on the shelf is your D3. Um, if you need the activated D with those kidney issues, if you're having trouble activating it, that is actually on a prescription from the right. doctor. Okay. Um, but yeah, otherwise your D3 is the one that, that people will generally take. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting. There you go. And they, they also, some of the newer formulations now, the D, like we were talking about before, they're, they're in ca capsules and, mm. you know, you can have it with some fatty food to help it to absorb 
Um, there's new technology, or it's been around for a few years now, but new in the big scheme of things, liposomal technology, mm-hmm. where um, they work on the absorption of, of many things. And, you know, you can get your, your um, liposomal vitamin Ds now and spraying into your mouth. So it's, uh, you know, yeah. once again, absorbed straight in through the blood vessels in the mouth in that liposomal technology. So absolutely having, you know, the formulation once again for a lot of people, especially people that are, are quite Efficient. It can be a bit of a gene mutation where you have trouble activating your D as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking at your, your formulation and the liposomal vitamin D can be a, a great option as well. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. What a great chat, Karen. Thank you so much. It has been wonderful to pick okay. your brain on this. And I think just stacking in that habit into something that you're already doing Every single day is a great way to remember to take your supplement, really, isn't it? Definitely, um, yep, definitely a great idea to, yeah, once again, have it there in front of you and, yeah, putting it onto something that you already do in the morning, like you said, with your iron with your coffee or putting it next to the coffee machine or something like mm-hmm. that. Having, you know, I have a cupboard and I open up the shelf and I've got my one, two, three, four things that I do in the morning <laughs> and that's what I do when I'm waiting for my toast to cook or whatever I'm doing and I can just see them there and I know that that's, I've got my little order of what I do and my uh, my liposomal vitamin D is uh, on the end of it so that it absorbs in and a bit like my B12 that I've done before when I'm putting my makeup on, it just uh, absorbs in through the blood vessels yeah, before I eat or drink anything for a farm. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Appreciate your time very, very much. So I hope you guys enjoyed no um, chatting to Karen and definitely it's important that you don't self-diagnose any nutritional deficiency. Definitely chat to your GP if you have any concerns um, about potential deficiencies that you might have and to rule out any serious medical conditions. You can also chat to your local pharmacist about the right products for you and, of course, make sure you check in with a qualified dietitian to ensure you're getting the best possible dietary advice to help as well. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in to The Daily Dollop today and we will catch you next time. A big thank you to The Capital Chemist and The Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.